up, what's up, and fucking drop Coming to you live from a little piece of Canada You know the place where hockey fans unite Cheering on the boys in the red and white And we just won the gold in the Czech Republic Thanks to a goal by a second round pick Toe dragon goalies like a bad habit We lit around like Danica Patrick Everybody knows we're the kings of the world When it comes to playing hockey, baby boys and girls So grab a number one pencil, here's the lesson Bobby Gordy, Mario Wayne, no more questions No more questions That's it, that's all, Jack We got the goal back Good day, everybody. Welcome to the Bucket Drop Podcast, episode 15. We got Matt O'Connor today, and uh, just to let everybody know, we're going to be doing our podcast on Sundays from now on, and uh, we're going to have some picks at the end of the episode. Matt, how's it going today? Good, buddy. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. So uh, what you been up to so far? Oh, not much, man. Actually, I got up around six, uh, went out in this shit-ass weather to the gym. Uh, It was my first time today doing a group uh, a group session of uh, it was like sort of like a boot camp. It was called Power Fit or whatever, and it's like the most intense course there is at the gym. But I, you know how I am, fuck, go big or go home, you know. So of course, uh, so I go, I go into that, and uh, I get halfway through, and I'm panting like a fucking old dog in heat. Fucking the trainer comes over, and she's like, "Okay, you're done." I'm like, "What do you mean I'm done?" She's like, "Your lips are fucking white." It's <laughs> like. Well, okay, so she made me go sit in the corner for the rest of the fucking course. Oh, you're in timeout. Yeah, I was in timeout. So, and then everybody in the course is coming over to me saying, "Like, don't worry, man. We all sat in this corner before." Oh, that's you know? good. At least there's some team uh, chemistry out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's actually I'm gonna go back next weekend, but yeah. it hopefully gets better and better as it goes. Well, baby steps, eh? Because you haven't worked out for like what 15 years? Yeah, probably around there. And fuck, man. I mean. You know, I'm an oversized uh, gentleman, so, uh, you know, uh, it's going to take some time there. That's a very nice way of putting it. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I, I did go from 245 to 215 now, so. Yeah, I know you're doing good. I'm just, I'm just busting your balls. Yeah, yeah. I got another 20, 30 pounds to go there, and then watch, man. I'll be just ripping by you on the ice. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I was, uh, I did a little workout today, but I'll be honest, I went to bed pretty late last night, so uh, it wasn't a, a good one. Uh, I kind of have some sad news today, Matt. Um, I'm officially putting down the mic. You know, my brain buffering uh, last time that we were on the podcast, you know, like it was a sign from uh, the rap gods, you know, and uh, this MC was not meant to be. I'm not sure anybody's going to be too sad about it, but that's fine. Continue. Yeah, because I just think (laughs) that like, I think that freestyling is a rapper's rite of passage, you know, like watching 8 Mile and uh, Eminem. Like, I think if you can't freestyle, you're, you're not cut out for the job. No, I agree. Stick to what you know. But uh, since it's our first episode of the new year, I think we should uh, look back on some of the highlights of my rap career and uh, just a little moment of appreciation. You're really going to put me through this? What up, what up? It's Bucket Drop, episode 11. Hope you all listen, because you know I like to get wild and embarrass my future child. O'Connor and on to the OB, knocking episodes out like Rocky. Don't want no sugar in my coffee, just like some old time hockey. Here we go with the pro, he'll give it six and make us rich, but don't get mad or get all sad if you don't win from tuning in. It's Saturday, so. Go play in the day. What up, what up? It's Bucket Drop, episode 13, with the Dream Team. And I'm gonna go completely freestyle. Don't believe me? I just watched 8 Mile. Oh, fuck. I don't know where I'm going with this, man. <laughs> and you deserve-
That was beautiful. I love I love the uh, what's his name Michael Bublé in the back. Yeah, so I I purposely used Michael Bublé's song called Home uh, for my retirement song, uh, partially because uh, I like to insert some uh, Canadian vibe into the podcast, but also because well, Matt, let me just tell you a little story. So let's be honest, uh, I'm not what you would call a handsome man. You know, the good Lord uh, chose not to bless me with charm, athletic ability, or a fully functional brain. But but my wife is. Uh, my wife is a so-called unicorn in my eyes. I know we, in the last episode, we, we joked that uh, there were no unicorns, but our wives are both unicorns, to be honest, especially when you consider what we look like. So so not, not to get too mushy, but uh, I definitely up, upgraded, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, I know you're, you're doing good for yourself, Rob, considering your looks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, <laughs> uh, that, that line of the fun- fully functional brain is, uh, you know which movie that's from, so. One day at a time, Rob, one, one day at a time, my man. Yeah. Um, but, uh, anytime I get a compliment, obviously, uh, like, you know, like I'll, I'll continually remind her of, uh, of what that compliment is, you know, just to, so she knows, she knows her place, you know, but, uh, uh, we were, we were in Montreal, uh, the, the day after a hockey game and, uh, we were at roots actually. And, uh, a woman stops me into the store and she's like, got this shocked look on her face. And I look at her like, you know, like what, you know, like, do I have a, do I have a booger or like, you know, do I have like something hanging out? hanging off my face or something you know and she yeah. says oh she says oh my god i thought you were michael buble and, <laughs> there's and no I, resemblance I, at all oh go fuck yourself and uh <laughs> and i said i said well yes ma'am well yes i am and uh, you know i paid for her clothes and i walked out <laughs> that's good i i don't know what she must be blind no i i, I didn't do that either but uh you know i think that's i think i think that's a good way to start the podcast a true story by the way so not just a face for radio you know no, I get it. So we, we're going to get into a little puck here. We're going to just talk drama all day. Nah, no, just let me talk for a little bit. Like I said, it is the New Year's episode uh, because we haven't talked to each other for a little while. We kind of got, we get sick of each other once in a while. And uh, why not start with our favorite stories of 2019? Well, my favorite stories of 19, whether it be hockey related or fight related, obviously uh, I started off as a hockey fighting podcast, but Matt said like, get real Rob, you know, like there, there's some uh, hockey fans as well. So th- my first uh, good story of 2019 would be the St. Louis blues. Uh, Matt, would you agree with that one? Oh yeah, definitely. That, that they never, it, I don't think it's ever happened in history to finish la to start, to start off in last place in January. Yeah. And that like last place in the entire league. <clears throat> yeah. That's, that's absolutely insane. I don't think we're ever going to see that for the rest of our lives. No, for sure. And like they won the Stanley Cup, obviously. And uh, there was that whole backstory with uh, that 11 year old uh, Layla Anderson, who uh, had a incredibly rare uh, immunodeficiency disease. And uh, obviously, you know, you, you had Patrick Maroon and uh, all the players going to visit her at the hospital to keep her, her hopes up. And uh, that, that was a good backstory as well. My second story would be Andy Ruiz. So it's a it's a boxing story. Um, but uh you know, he came in last minute to replace uh, Big Baby Miller, who was uh, supposed to fight Anthony Joshua, who's the champ. Basically, the Big Baby Miller got eliminated from the contest because uh, he tested positive. Andy Ruiz came in uh, last minute and uh, he knocked out the champ. Well, TKO, but complete upset. Just basically the same thing as when that guy uh, knocked out Tyson uh, when Tyson was at the top of his game. Uh, my third story would be... Tristan Connolly. I'm actually friends with him on Facebook. Uh, 
that guy must be a legend in Vancouver. So he uh, he's a UFC fighter. It was his first UFC fight, and he was fighting against a guy that had an unbeaten record, uh, Michelle Pereira. And this Michelle Pereira character, he's, I don't even know what kind of fighting that is. It's almost like a dance fighting. So he does like backflips and uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. But uh, just uh, the UFC named it the upset of the year. So, you know, like I was watching that fight. Uh, I like to watch the UFC fights, obviously. Uh, and, and like when I was cheering on that fight, like cause I, I was looking, I'm like, man, this kid, this kid is going to tough through it. This kid is going to he's going to make a comeback. He's going to beat this guy because the other guy was flashy, obviously. Matt, you know what I'm talking about a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so he does like all kinds of backflips and uh, I don't know, there, there's a name for it. It's Kamuara or I don't know. There's a, there's a fucking name for that kind of dance fighting, whatever. It wasn't break dance fighting, but like in... Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, Zoolander, but it, that's what it, <laughs> kind of, it kind of looked like. But I was watching that fight and I was like, I was like, man... It's Canadian kid, and I'm like, and like I was kind of like cheering him on, you know, like like Kramer when he's at the when he's watching the horse races, yeah, like. Oh, this baby loves the slop, loves it, eats it up, eats the slop, born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? They're clear from Jamat. Happen is you're starting to make some ground, but Stephen is the leader for the sixteenth to go. Stephen clear. You were smacking yourself in the ass with a newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, speaking of like, obviously 2000, uh, we're in 2020 now. So happy new year's everybody. Uh, but you know what I was thinking? Like I was walking the dog with Terry the other day and uh, we came across a couple and I said, happy new year's. But like, when do you stop saying happy new year's? Oh, for me, it's in January. I, I can't stand people that tell me that in friggin' February. It's like, okay, it's, it's over. Like, you know? Yeah, because like the next holiday is basically Saint Saint Patrick's Day, right? Like, like, but I wonder if some people just love saying Happy New Year's. You know, like they. That's another thing too. Everybody says Happy New Year's. It's not New Year's. It's New Year. It's 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 that that always gets me gets my crank turned into. <laughs> that grinds your gears. Yeah, it grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> so, were you watching any hockey last night? Uh, yeah, well, I watched a bit. I actually watched the Philadelphia Tampa game because, uh, I, I had money on that game. So I, I, I watched that and ended up one nothing Vasilevsky, man. He's a fucking horse, man. He's, uh, I'm starting to think Tampa's going to win the cup, man. Just, just because they're on such a roll and they play so well defensively lately too and everything. So Philly is impossible to beat at home too. So anyways, yeah, I, I, I watched I watched that game last night. Speaking about that, uh, we were talking about picks, obviously, for the Stanley Cup. I'm still happy with my Dallas Stars pick, although that race in the West is pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, it's tight, but I'm liking Dallas too, man. Uh, I mean, uh, the West, uh, there's no there's no real clear favorite in the West. I, I don't – like maybe maybe St. Louis, <clears throat> but I, I mean, other than that, I don't, I don't see a clear favorite. Yeah, but you were saying that maybe we should have went with Toronto. Yeah, I don't know. I I would I would have liked to take Toronto just because you know I would like them to win the cup. Obviously, it's my team. But I mean, I the way Tampa's rolling right now, and then I think it's going to be. I think they're going to pass Boston. Honestly, if they continue like that, and then it's going to be Leafs Boston first round. And even if the Leafs get through that, if they can get through that first round, I think they're going to be 
dog tired, and then they're then Tampa's going to roll right over them. I, 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 this is the way I see it happening. Yeah, so I know it's kind of old news, but obviously uh, Canada winning the World Junior Championship was a was a big deal on Sunday. You you were watching that game, I imagine. I mean, I, I hate I hate winning that way. The yeah. comeback the comeback Rob was awesome. You know, like that should be the story. Should be the comeback. The refs completely decided the game. Yeah, but at the same time, I think that that like Canada was on the PK the whole first period as well. You know. Yeah, I know, Rob, but it would have been a six on three, man. I mean, I don't even think I've ever seen a six on three in my life. It doesn't mean they're going to score, but if they would have won after killing a six on three, then hell, that then that's that's you know we won outright the right way, you know. No, for sure. And I, I I'm starting the podcast with that rap. Obviously, did you listen to that? No, I wasn't really listening. I tuned out. Oh, you didn't listen to my rap? I spent a lot of time on that. Well, whatever, man. You're doing it for other people, not for me. Thanks a lot. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit of Emmys since we're talking about rappers and fucking movie stars? Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, you you caught that Ricky Gervais speech? Yeah, I don't even think it was the Emmys. Was it the Golden Globes or the Emmys? I I don't even know. I think it was Golden Globes. I don't know. I, I don't watch those shows. I just caught that little uh, ten minute yeah. speech. Finally, somebody just speaks up and tells those damn Hollywood people to shut the hell up because they don't know what they're talking about. You know, they just they just make money. They're not even educated. You know what I mean? They, and and I just love the reaction of the people in the crowd, like the the, the the Hollywood people in the crowd. No, hardly any laughs, making faces like as if they were disgusted by what he was saying. Like and um, Matt, we were talking this morning, and uh, you reached out to uh, Jesse Winchester, which is a hometown uh, hometown legend, obviously, and uh, he agreed to be on the podcast, as you were saying. Yeah, uh, yeah, I talked to him on Facebook, and he said he was good to go. So. Expect him on on one of your episodes soon, Rob. Date to be determined. And uh, anyways, Matt, you know that uh, I'm a meathead, so I'll probably just be asking him, like, yo, who's the toughest guy on your team, you know? And then uh, anyways, uh, so uh, you're going to have to do some research on that one uh, because, uh, you know, maybe you can contribute for once in your life. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, for those those of you who don't know, Jesse Winchester played in the NHL a few years, maybe four years. Uh, He was in Ottawa. A couple of years, then he was in Colorado, and he was in Florida, I think. Yeah, he was uh, in Florida. Yeah, so, uh, and this guy, this guy started off playing midget A, then junior B in Winchester, and then he went off to Colgate. I think it's Colgate, I'm not sure. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you just never know. It was hard work and perseverance, and you, you just never know, so... Um, I think it's really good for the podcast. You know, we're, we're nothing against the guys that were already on previously there, but I mean, when you when you have NHL, you know, you can really dig down. And 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 I'm going to be part of that episode. Uh, and obviously, I could spend two hours with him on on this thing, but uh, I'm going to ask him a few questions. You know. Yeah. So obviously, it's going to be a good insight on uh, on his uh, long road to the NHL because obviously he didn't take the the easy path to get there. No, for sure, for sure, man. And you know, for all of us, like I played a few games junior B. I never. I never, you know, played played regularly, and I played a little bit of junior C. You know, when you're playing junior B, most of the time you, you you're, you're telling yourself, okay, it's done, the dream is over. You know, not this guy. And, that, and actually, Matt, can you tell me a little bit about that story of junior C? You you were saying it was kind of a, kind of a tough league, eh? I played for Maxwell Mustangs. I I, I got called to play a game, so so I show up. I, I forget my goddamn hockey gloves at home. So there you go. It doesn't start. It's not starting off well. And you know, I'm not not bragging, but I 
I could put the puck in the net. That was my job. Like I was, I didn't do anything else really. So not having your gloves, you're done right there. So anyways, the arena had another pair of gloves. So, so I played the, so I played the game and we're in the third period and by accident, I don't even think I did it on purpose, but there's a scrum in front of the net and I stick some guy right between the legs, right in the, right in the old ball sack. The guy, I didn't even see who he was. So, but anyways, I look up and it's this man, you know, I was probably 17 at the time, 18. And it's this 21-year-old with a big-ass beard, and he's massive. And he just looks at me, and he points at me, and he's like, you're fucking dead, you know? And I kind of, like, fucking panicked, you know? Like, I, like I've never been in that situation. So so I started to back up towards the glass, and he's coming towards me. And every single one of my line mates dropped the gloves and just jumped the guy. The guy was pounded by by all four of my other line mates. So so I don't know if it was because the coach told him, like, hey, protect this guy. He's young. He's new. You know, whatever. But, you know, when we say, Rob, hockey doesn't have its place, man, oh, man, you know, after that, or, yeah, fight, fighting, yes, that fighting doesn't have its place. I mean, after that, I had so much more confidence that I could do what I wanted with the puck. You know, I just, I felt that I was protected. So it was, you know, it, it was, it was a crazy feeling, but I, I understand guys like Brett Hall and, and other superstars, Wayne Gretzky and all that, that, that tell, that say they needed fight. They, they needed that to have their backs, you know, uh, fighters to have their backs. So uh, I made the newspaper the next day too. They they called me like the, or the rocket or something like that. Cause I could skate. I played one game and I never went back. So <laughs> they, they called me again the next game. I was like, nah. That's okay. (laughs) It's good hockey. Like it's not bad hockey, Rob. It's just, it's, it's, it's rough. Like it's, yeah, it's probably a little bit different nowadays. Oh, well, probably. I don't even know if it still exists. Does they, do they still exist? The Mustangs? I'm not sure. I don't know if it's called the Mustangs. I think junior C still exists though in, uh, in some little villages. So, uh, you heard it here first on the Bucket Drop podcast, episode 15, uh, Matt O'Connor, the junior C superstar that, uh, Uh, well, I'm telling you, it wasn't, it it wasn't, it's not what people call, people were calling Bush league and all it, it was like, it was good hockey. Like the guys could play hockey, you know, it's, it's just that, you know, there, there was guys out there like just completely, you know, cuckoo. They were just out there to hurt you, you know? For sure, they had that that farmer strength. I'm sure as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the men would come in with, they, with fucking overalls and big ass boots and fucking and pull up some fucking cow shit. And they'd be ready. Yes. To go. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, stand a bit closer to the mic though, bud. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Know. I'm good. I had to back up. I had to scratch the old ball sack there. You know, if you would have kept playing, I'm sure your jersey would be up there in the rafters. So it'd been <laughs> cool when I. It would have been cool when I bring my future child to games. I'd say, hey, that was that was a legend up there. Yeah, I think you'd probably be the only one in the crowd, though. I think that night we had 10. So. Okay, well, that's still a pretty good crowd. Not bad. There was a couple hot chicks, too. I was fucking, I was eyeing them. They were, what, like 5 on 10? Uh, yeah, I'd probably say 5 on 10. They were wearing bunny ears, though. Yeah, you are probably drunk while you were playing, so you don't even know. <laughs> and actually, talking about alcohol... Uh, we were talking about Jim Montgomery. I know it's a it's old news, but you made me crack up when you were talking to me about that. Uh, you want to just fucking tell, say what you were talking about? Yeah. Well, they said at first that he was fired for unprofessionalism. Then then they said he checked into an alcohol rehab. So I said the guy probably wheeled in one morning, cro- parked across four fucking parking spaces that are all reserved for his fucking the GMs and shit. 
walks in probably all loaded, fucking wailing a whiskey bottle in his hand. Then he probably, probably the, the, the secretary comes up and says, good morning, Mr. Montgomery. And he says, hey, how you doing, bitch? And puts his coat on over her head and says, go hang this up. Yeah. Yeah, or or he thought it, she was the coat rack, and he just fucking threw his coat on her. Yeah, so yeah, we kind of had fun with that, right? We kind of went. Yeah, it's not a funny situation, but uh, anyways, get uh, get closer to the thing if you can. I, I'm as close to the computer as I can get, man. If not, and next thing I'm gonna do is eat it. All right, sounds good. <laughs> you're you're getting pissed off with me, eh? Holy fuck! I don't want old Junior C O'Connor coming back out yeah. fucking beat, yeah. beating the shit well, out of me. Watch the fuck out, man! This old out of shape gentleman's gonna come through the screen, fuck. Yeah, I like the way you put that. This this uh, I'm a bigger gentleman. And anyways, yeah, I guess we're not really talking a lot of hockey talk, but uh, uh, besides that, um, like Matt, you know what? You were talking about the Junior C and stuff like that. Do you know why I didn't make it to the NHL? Do I know why? Uh, uh, you were in university, right? You went to uh, you went. Plus, you were too small, Rob. That's your problem. I thought you you would have said something else, but I think that the reason I didn't make it to the NHL was uh, because of my parents. Because <laughs> that's what I, they all I, do, eh? They all blame, blame the parents. Yeah, because you know what? I think that my parents. It was during that time, you know, like, put your kid in soccer, he'll be good. You know, he can kick the puck and stuff like that. You know, uh, put your kid in lacrosse, he's going to have better hands, you know. But I think that they put me in too many sports. And not just too many sports. I think they put me in too many uh, extracurricular activities. At one point, I don't know why, I was put in the scouts. Going to the scouts, I remember I just went one time, kind of like your junior C experience. And I was sitting there. I had my uh, little uh, foulard. Anyways, I'm looking around. And it was like, you know, the Rudolph, the misfits. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's one kid that had like Benjamin Button disease. You know, there was one kid (laughs) that there was another kid that, uh, you know, his mom was with him. Just uh, misfits, you know, and like I know we're all it's all anti-bullying and stuff like that. But the scouts has to be one of those things where. You know, you're basically just putting a target on your back. Well, yeah, you're looking for trouble for sure. But, but Rob, they give you a pocket knife though, so yeah, at least you have a weapon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, I remember like the first time I went to scouts, and I was like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" You know, uh, the, our task was to make a basically like a shoebox, but like uh, for our treasures. You know, like I'm 10 years old. What kind of 10 year old kid has treasures? No, I get it. I get you. And I see one kid, he's putting his boogers in his box, you know, and then like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know, and that's at 10 years old. I'm having a midlife crisis at 10 years old. And then uh, anyways, yeah. So like I had to do this shoe box, you know, there's the one kid that, you know, he's eating glue in the corner. I would have never made it to the NHL otherwise, but it is it is funny when I think about uh, back in the day all the stuff that I I was into. The only thing I the only thing I regret from my playing days was uh, I wish my dad would have made me a goalie. That would have been so much better, man. You have so much more chance to make make it somewhere as a goalie if if you're if you're any good, you know. There's not. There's not thousands of, there's not that many, you know, there, of course there's, you know, there's only two per team or three per team that, that make it in the NHL, but your, your chances are a lot better when you're a tender. I think you, you, there's less people that, that do it. To be honest though, I kind of think that you, you kind of look like a guy that's scared of the puck. No, no, no. I'll, I'll step right in front of it. Face first, no mask. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, like but, a goon. And then everyone's jabbing at the puck in my face. Yeah. In the <laughs> No, no but, just kidding. But, but you, you, hey, hey, you chirped me a while ago. You said I was too short to make it to the NHL. I, you're not, <laughs> well, you're, not, you're, 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 you're not, you're not, 
Yeah, you're, you're. Would would you be like the new Darren Pang of the NHL in uh, as a goalie? Yeah. Darren Pang, man, he he wouldn't last a day in today's NHL. First of all, somebody would eat him for breakfast, and fuck the guy. The guy wouldn't even come up to the crossbar. Yeah, I know for sure. Well, <laughs> anyways, yeah, like so, I watched a bit of the highlights. I was at the gym. Obviously, you were at the gym. You know, we're fucking, we're gym buffs. You know, we're we're what you would call uh, men of steel. You know, yeah, yeah, and. Anyways, uh, I saw a little part of uh, Kachuk, and man, I love that guy. Like, I love both brothers, man, but uh, it was Matthew Kachuk, and all I saw was, like, a soundbite, and basically he hit someone. I don't even know who he hit, because obviously the Battle of Alberta, and then he says, uh, it's like, well, if he doesn't want to get hit, stay off the tracks. Oh, that's beautiful, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I that's old-time old hockey right there, but that's awesome. Yeah. So the yeah. guy must have the guy must have complained about getting hit, and that that was his response. So yeah, pretty good. So Matt, actually, uh, you know, we know each other pretty well, but I wasn't aware that you were called the Rocket in Junior C. So uh, I'm gonna treat you like all our other special guests, and uh, we're gonna go through the interrogation. You ready, my friend? KD or Mr. Noodles? Mm, K- Mr. Noodles. What do you put on it? Nothing. Just plain Jane. Uh, favorite hockey song? The good old hockey game, I guess. Oh, really? You know what? Like, we're good friends, so I thought you were going to say uh, 30 Mission Cap. Oh, yeah, okay. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that one for sure. Okay. Favorite sports movie? What the hell was that movie? That's a good uh, That's a good question, but I really like the one with Al Pacino. It's a football one. A- any given Sunday, yeah. Yeah. You just like the part when the guy loses his eye. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually enjoy that movie, though, because the coach is, uh, is, is, is a bit of a hard ass, and... And the quarterback is a new guy coming in. The old guy's trying to keep his job. So I, I, I find that's close to sport. That and Moneyball. Moneyball is another one I love. Being a bigger gentleman like yourself, uh, mayonnaise or mustard? Mayonnaise all the way, man. Knew that right off the hop. Yeah. Uh, 70s or 90s music? 90s. Why? Uh, I, I listened to some 70s still there, like ACDC and all that shit. But, I mean, 90s was the best time, I find, for music. I mean, there was there, – there was, it wasn't just one type of music. There was like pop and hardcore and, you know, cut. Well, not country. I hate country, but, you know, there was, there was different variety. Can you uh, can you tell uh, the listeners what you used to do with uh, when you used to do karaoke at late at night? At, when I was at home, you mean? Or? Yeah, when you're just by yourself doing karaoke by yourself. Well, I would just sing. Why? What's the problem? You got a problem with that? No, I just think it's funny. That <laughs> belt, belt out tunes to yourself. You have to choose a uh, rapper rock and roll for the rest of your days. Uh, like one of those scenarios where one of the music does not exist. It wasn't created. So which one do you choose? Yeah, I'm going rock and roll all the way. I'm, I would go with rap, man. Just uh, I need that shit to work out. Uh, yeah. You know what, man? I don't even listen to any music when I work out. I listen to what other gyms playing. So I got I to gotta invest into something here. Definitely need to create yourself a little playlist. Yeah, um, so, for sure. Uh, did you ever play the game Fuck, Mary Kill? Okay, so basically you got to fuck one girl, you got to marry one, or you got to kill one. Okay, are we talking about girls I know, or are we talking about... No, no. Okay. I'm going to name the girl. So you got to say who you're going to fuck, who you're going to marry, who you're going to kill. Okay. okay. Anna Kendrick, Celine Dion, and Rihanna. Uh, I'm going to fuck Rihanna, I'm going to kill Celine Dion, and I'm yeah. going to marry the other chick there, Anna. Jesus. That, you're an awful man. You're going to kill Celine Dion just like that. Well, that's fucked. Whatever. She's old anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, ju- we're just kidding so then you're a national treasure um so uh anyways uh, and, and especially you you live in quebec buddy yeah i know but i'm wear- married to a french girl so i know what it's like yeah, i got a thing for Celine, man i gotta tell you it's uh it, it's a little bit weird canada just brought in the uh, death penalty back uh and uh, you've been uh, falsely convicted of a crime 
What's your last meal, my friend? Oh, a, a big old steak or big old ribeye there. Baked potatoes uh, or maybe mashed. Uh, corn on the cob. Let's go that. Yeah, sound, sounds like you should make that for dinner tonight. Yeah, but this big gentleman can't get any bigger. <laughs> Let's uh, move on to your picks for the night, buddy. All right. Okay, uh, picks for tonight. So I've got, uh, uh, if I look here... I got Vancouver over Minnesota. Again, I'm trying to win something good here, okay? Not not bullshit pennies. So I got Vancouver over Minnesota. Then I got Detroit over Buffalo. And I'm going to go with the Leafs over Florida. So throw down 10. That pays you 85. If you want to look for my picks, you can find them on O'Connor. I don't have a website.com. All right, Matt. So uh, I'm going to the store right now. I'm going to put those down on my pro line and uh, hopefully I win some money, buddy. So have a good Sunday. Yeah. And hopefully we get Winchester on our next episode. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Take care. He rolls down the window and he starts to say, it's all about making that GTA. Cause the boys in the hood are always hard. Come talking that trash and we'll pull your card. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, boy, I ain't said shit.